Welcome to the Hypothalamic Amenorrhea Podcast. I'm Danny Sheriff, your host, certified fertility awareness practitioner, functional nutrition counselor, and founder of the HA Society, and of course, an HA recovery coach who has walked where you currently are walking. This is the place to come if you care about getting your period regularly. This podcast aims to educate, inform, and keep you motivated on your period and HA recovery track. So let's dive in. But last thing, nothing on the show should be taken as medical advice, so please seek the advice of your physician. Hey, are you trying to recover and maybe even fall pregnant naturally? I thought that might be you. And if so, we have created our best ever yet resource for you. Totally free. This is a masterclass. I've called it my masterclass because I have put everything into this, right? This masterclass is designed for you if you have HA or have had HA and are dealing with suboptimal cycles and you're serious about restoring those babies to full optimization and You want to create the ideal foundation for a pregnancy. This is going to be for you. So in this masterclass, I'm going to provide you a lot of things, including a lot of case studies, mine, Ashley's and Mishi's, as well as lots of our past clients and what their challenges were and what they had to do to overcome it. And we cover a really wide variety of types of cases of HA. So everything from primary amenorrhea and missing periods for years and years to short-term amenorrhea and what we did to handle that situation as well and how long it took these people to go from HA to pregnant with this system and how long it took them to go from HA to ovulating, of course, with this system. So lots of information, lots of case studies, lots of stats. We go through why this is not a weight gain plan and how we actually divide you into phases, the three phases of HA and determine what your starting point is so that you have a good idea of where you need to start with your actual changes and lifestyle nutrition changes. We even cover questions like HA and people with a normal BMI and recovery for people who have had HA for too long. There's so much In this 60-minute masterclass, y'all, I'm impressed. And at the end, I'll also be running you through how to get a free HTMA, hair tissue mineral analysis through us, which is a part of our process for recovery and preconception clients that we're happily going to give you for free 99 as a massive thank you, of course, for joining the masterclass. So go to thehasociety.com forward slash masterclass or head to our website and you'll find a link for it and find when the next available presentation is going to be. That's thehasociety.com forward slash masterclass. Hi, welcome back to my channel. I'm Danny, fertility awareness practitioner, certified nutrition counselor, and HA recovery coach. I'm talking to you today about exercise and I have attempted to film this video like three times. It's really tough to talk about exercise in a way that is helpful and only serving people. So with that, I want to tell you that this episode is specifically for people who are far along in their recovery journey, right? It's specifically for people who have had one, two, three recovery periods or something like that. It can also be for people who are trying to get their period back with exercise, 
but I want you to know that no matter what you do, if you are training and trying to get your period back at the same time, you need to be tracking your cycle. You need to be ensuring that you're not pushing it too far and that you're not using excuses to allow yourself to exercise when you really should be backing off or allow yourself to exercise harder when you really should be backing off. So to begin this, let's talk about the definition of exercise. Activity requiring physical effort carried out to sustain or improve health and fitness. So nowhere in that definition does it say exercise is for weight loss, exercise is for making yourself smaller, exercise is to work off food that you ate, none of that. It is to improve or sustain health and fitness. And that is really important to have that as a guiding star, guiding principle when you're making decisions around how to work out. I want to talk about a few of the benefits today of exercise to give you confidence for bringing it back in, to give you ways to look at it and frame it, ways to prioritize your training, right? Because I think if we don't have these guiding principles in our tool belt, we're more likely to try and use exercise as a weight loss tool only. And some of us think that we're training in a way to perform well, but if none of what I say today ends up being a part of your guiding principles, I want you to relook at what your why is behind exercise, because I really believe that these should be the things at the forefront of your mind when you're training. And if they're not, I think that you still have some areas you need to work on mentally that might be as a result holding you back from full recovery and full optimal hormone health. Let's dive in. But before we do, please subscribe to this channel. I release a video every week. So if you want to know about it, you'll get alerted. So please do that and thumbs this video up because it helps me and it helps other women find information about HA. So one of my favorite reasons for exercise is because it actually stops you from getting more unwell, okay? So when we decide to live in the sitting position or the standing position or the lying down position, we start to get really stiff. We start to lose mobility and we're not actually pumping the blood and therefore a whole bunch of nutrients through our body and specifically through our joints. So when we do like a, a lunge or a squat or this, you know, we're helping to pump blood through those areas. So that's actually helping you to remain flexible, to improve mobility. And if you have any kind of injuries, it's actually literally feeding those joints the nutrients that it needs to stay healthy. So this is why I don't really love the approach of do absolutely nothing. I like the idea of you doing a stretch routine. I like the idea of you walking. I like the idea of you just moving your whole body through a range of motion. I think what's most important is that you're fed when you do these things, when it comes to AJ recovery. Otherwise, Please move your body in a way so that you're not so stiff and you'll feel much better mentally. And this brings us to our second one, which is the mental benefits, right? We all know about them. And it's important that you don't use the mental benefits of exercise as an excuse to overexercise. okay? Like we said before, exercise is not about weight loss. Exercise is about maintaining health and fitness. And health can mean just a little bit of mental clarity, a little bit less anxiety. And oftentimes the benefits of exercise on your mental health are linked with just the simple fact that you went outside, that you breathed fresh air. So this is a lot more better of a guiding star. This is serving you better when you have the goal 
of exercising for your mental health, but it's so important that you're not using that as a reason to not reduce exercise. Very important caveat. I recommend talking to someone about that and talking out your why and making sure that you're only exercising for those reasons. And I will tell you, if you're doing any kind of uh, structured training program as a runner or a, a weightlifter or something, and you're doing more than three days a week, I already know you're doing too much. I'm just gonna say that right now. You should be able to get the mental benefits from of exercise from doing a really light body weight routine or a walk or you know sitting on a bike for like 30 minutes. But it's very important that you're fed. Hey, do you know what your blind spots are? As in, do you know what it is, what the thing is that is holding you back from getting your period back? Look, it could be an absolute plethora cornucopia of things. But in our practice, what we tend, the first place we tend to go is what behaviors and habits do you have around food that you may be still doing and these are called blind spots because we just don't necessarily always know that they're an unhelpful habit or that it's something that we're doing whether it be a subconscious or conscious need to control our food or our body or whether it be something that you've just done for so long that it feels normal and like a preference even we have created a checklist it's a three-page checklist that goes through food types, behaviors around food, and mindsets around food. And what you do is you go through the lists and you check off and you see which ones are you doing, whether it be daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, and how are they potentially affecting your recovery today? So it's a really simple checklist. It's just three pages. You go through it. There's a very simple scoring system to help you figure out um, how much this may be impacting your recovery and it's just an insightful thing for you to do to help you reflect and then you can journal about it or you can learn more about it and just start really working at any of the boxes that you checked and understanding that they're playing a role in your recovery so to get the checklist all you have to do is go to the hasociety.com forward slash blind spot and we'll send it straight through to you you can print it off and you can check on it every now and then. I always recommend a reflection point every like four to six weeks. How are you going? Are you still checking that behavior off or have you, you know, systematically kicked it to the curb? So check it out. It's the hasociety.com forward slash blind spot and it will be waiting for you there. I'm going to say that for every single reason that I give for exercise here today. Okay, the third one here is maintaining muscle mass. So we know that as we age, we actually benefit from having more muscle mass as we go. And also, if you have any kind of bone health concerns, which as we know in age eight can be common, it is especially important that we have muscle mass maintained to help own body structural integrity. So having muscle mass is good. So when we don't exercise, what's going to happen? It's going to atrophy. It's going to go away. But if we do some kind of light movement and light resistance training to help us maintain it during this time, this is going to be really beneficial. Now, we're not looking to make muscle gains during a tear recovery, and we're not even looking to fully maintain our muscle mass. If you are someone with a lot of muscle mass, you're probably going to atrophy during recovery. That's just a part of it. But there are benefits to doing things like you know uphill walks or sled pushes and pulls or 
body weight or very light squatting and deadlifting, things like that, just to help us maintain that muscle mass. And that kind of leads into, you know, my other point about nourishing the joints and about mental health, right? Those three things, those three reasons that I gave now can all be combined into one. And they're all great reasons. None of them push you to overtrain. They're totally reasonable. Like That's what this is about. I'm not going to go too much further into this. The last thing I want to say here is that, guys, exercise is really effective and valuable when done correctly. One of the most interesting things in my work with women trying to recover who overexercise is that they have a goal to improve. We want to be better. You want to be better. Like you want to perform better. You want to feel better. But we're so stuck in this idea that being smaller and looking a certain way equals feeling better. And the only way to do that is to overtrain. And all of that's, all that makes literally no sense when actually the, what you want to do is elicit the biggest, best training response with the least amount of effort possible. And research shows us that typically that's three days a week. Unless you are a teenager who is brand new or like young in their sport and ready to do a summer camp only with double sessions every day, or you're an Olympian and you're putting winning gold first above your health, like unless that's you, you don't need to be doing more than three days a week of a structured training program. And the rest can and should be much more restful. This isn't just something I'm telling you so that you work out less and get your period back. This is true that you will make more progress. So when you decide to work out five, six, seven days a week, because you're afraid that it's that you're going to lose your gains or go backwards in your health and fitness progress, when you choose to do that, you are actually losing gains and going backwards in your health and fitness progress. I know this to be true. We all know this to be true. Why are you so special in that you need to overtrain, but no one else does? That's not realistic. I challenge you to only train three days a week and you will see the same, if not better progress than you train five, six, seven days a week. So that's what's insane about it. Like it's absurd that we over, and don't worry, I did this too. I feel you, but it's actually absurd because you want to improve. You want to make gains. You want to build muscle mass. You want to be stronger. You want to perform better, but you're doing things like allowing yourself to not have a period, but continuing to train, like training five, six, seven days a week, like training in an underfed state. You're doing all of these things to try and get better. And it, that's not how it works. <laughs> it's actually not how it works. So do yourself a favor and train less and you actually do better. You actually gain more. That's really the message I want to get across today. If you guys have any other questions about HA or want any topics covered, please put them below in the comments or make sure you're on my email list. Just go to the hasociety.com because there you can chat directly with me. And definitely make sure you're on the waitlist for the HA Society. We open every couple of months. So go to the hasociety.com forward slash join. The link is in the show notes and put yourself on the list and I will send you an invitation when there's a spot ready. It is a community filled with amazing women 
who are all trying to get their period back. We're all like best friends. We meet a couple times a week on Zoom calls to talk through the issues, work on recovery. And I would love to see you there. And while you're here, again, please make sure you subscribe, thumbs up this channel, and I will see you next week for next week's video. Hey there, it's me, Danny, and I want to tell you about Temp Drop as a fertility awareness method tracking option. So many of you guys know that we actually recommend the fertility awareness method both as you're going through recovery and 100% after you have gotten some cycles back and you're starting to move forward for the rest of your reproductive years. So Temp Drop itself is a wearable fertility monitor and we love it. It's a wearable device, so you put it around your arm and you can use that instead of taking your temperature manually with a thermometer each morning. So I'm personally a big fan of the manual tracking. All of us at the HA Society are, and that's the method that we use, you know, just using a good old thermometer. We use that with our clients because it's the best way to use it as a diagnostic tool, as a practitioner. And it's also the best way to ensure if you're trying to avoid pregnancy that you don't get pregnant. However, manual temping for many reasons is just not always an option. When you're in the middle of recovery, again, we do recommend manual temping. But once you're cycling, the temp drop is actually a really great hack. So it gives you basically everything you need to effortlessly track your fertility status, like where you are in your monthly cycle. So you wear the temp drop sensor while you're sleeping for accurate basal body temperature readings without the stress of early morning wake-ups. So I personally love this because with a toddler, my wake-up times are all over the place and the occasional sleep disruptions make using an oral thermometer a lot more difficult. So temp drops accompanying charting app enables you to track an array of symptoms alongside your basal body temperature this includes tracking your cervical mucus if you've been using OPKs. And then it also gives you sleep insights too. So you can combine these fertility signs all in one place and that will help you identify your fertile window, confirm ovulation, plan for your period. And if you're trying to get pregnant, you know, identify whether or not you are pregnant. So whether you're trying to conceive or avoiding pregnancy or you want to chart for health reasons, like HA recovery, making sure your cycle's not slipping back in the HA direction. Temp drop makes fertility awareness accessible to all women, even if you don't have regular cycles or sleeping patterns. So track your ovulation in real time with the temp drop. And we are lucky enough to have a 15% off code. So if you go to their website, they're usually having a sale, but you can stack this code on top of the existing code. So just go to tempdrop.thehasociety.com and use the code AFHA Society. I think too, if you just go to tempdrop.com and, and use um, AFHA Society at the checkout, that will work too. So happy temping and good luck. This episode is brought to you by Grassland Nutrition Beef Liver Capsules. Did you know that in terms of nutrient density, beef liver actually blows vegetables and fruits out of the water? If you're a client of mine, you have already been instructed to eat beef liver either fresh or in capsule form. I recommend it for 
anyone and everyone who is, of course, dealing with amenorrhea and fertility challenges out there, but I may even recommend it for just everyone in general. Get your husbands on it. Get your partners on it. If you have a history of HA and add on top of that, maybe a history of the pill, maybe you've been pregnant before, you know, through treatments or other like you've just, your body's been through anything, you know, you're absolutely 100% dealing with a nutrient deficiency of some kind. And while it's true that testing is going to be the best way to understand those exact deficiencies, eating nutrient-dense real food is going to be one of the most important next steps that you take with or without testing. So I've been using and recommending Grassland Nutrition Beef Liver Capsules for years now. And the capsule form makes it so easy to get your liver in every day. And I appreciate the transparency of this product in particular above others. So in case you're wondering, it's completely natural. This is freeze-dried beef liver in capsules. It's organic. It's made from Australian beef and my favorite of their products is the liver with kelp because of the iodine from the kelp, which is important for overall thyroid function, which is often low in women with underperforming hormones. So rather than eat seaweed snacks every day, I get to take this beef liver with the kelp for my iodine. So if you're recovering or working on a fertility journey right now, do not skimp the nutrient rich source of beef liver. Get 10% off your order with the HA Society and support your favorite podcast along the way. They ship to most countries, so you should be covered. Just go to grasslandnutrition.net and use HA Society, just HA Society, at the checkout for the 10% off. That's grasslandnutrition.net with the code HA Society. Thank you so much for listening today, guys. Please subscribe to the podcast. And if you could head to iTunes specifically and leave a rating or review, that would help so much because it makes it easier for other people with HA who are Googling around to find the podcast really easily. So if you do that, you're doing a service to all of the women.